Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Love of Purple podcast. I am your host, Krista Cocott, and I am a recovering people pleaser, and I help you do the same thing. Today, I have got another beautiful guest on that is one of our speakers at the Elevate Summit. And Vicki, I am so grateful to have you here. Thank you so much uh, for saying yes to coming on here. Absolutely. And um, I'm just excited for our my listeners to get to know kind of a little bit more about each speaker that's going to be at this yeah, summit. So, right. So I'm going to get to know you just as much as everyone else is right now through perfect. this. Uh, I know it is perfect. So I'm going to have you just tell a little bit about yourself because I have done sure. some research, um, okay. you know, and you and I saw the books and you're an author yeah. and you're all yeah. that. So and I'm like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to just hear from you what yes. exactly you do. And kind of what people are going, and I'm going to maybe ask questions in there and dive a little deeper, but what people will get, what women will get when they step through the doors and why it's so important. We're going to kind of cover all of that to be in a space with women to help elevate and support one another. So take it away, Vicki. Who are you? What do you do? (laughs) (laughs) So by trade, I'm a psychologist and I'm also a coach. Um, and so typically what I do is I see mostly women, women who have experienced trauma, women who struggle with anxiety, have a lot of um, body issues, inability as a result of their trauma to be able to connect with their body, which is kind of like what my book is about. So it's really helping women to be in touch with their body. And that's kind of like what I'll explore in my, in my topic when I do it on our summit day. Uh, helping women to reconnect with their body, helping to feel into the sensations in their body, and then um, be able to go in the world with that ability to know like what is happening for me, because so many people are so disconnected that they're not coming from a space of what am I actually experiencing? They're coming from a headspace and getting stuck in their thoughts. And as a result, they don't get an opportunity to really know what their true experience is because they're bypassing that part of themselves. That is so amazing. And when you're just sitting here talking, I can feel myself because I've done some work around feeling with my body. Yeah. Um, but you're right. So many haven't. And we don't know what that feels like. And it's scary sometimes. And, oh, it, cha- and it changes over time, right? Yes. It, and I know that that's something else you talk about too, is through hormones. And I'm 49. I just turned 49. So I'm, you know, very young, I know, but I do know that I'm in perimenopause and I have, you know, different Mm. hormones that are going, and I'm not familiar with a lot of it. I just know that this is just part of life. But when someone like you kind of brings shed light to it, I'm like, oh, I'm not crazy. Yes, exactly. And the thing is like, when you have to realize is like, and that can happen quite early. So you say that, you know, you're 49. I say like, you know, that was happening to me in my forties easily. Uh, And for some women, it can actually be happening in their thirties. So our hormones, we're regulated by our hormones and our hormones are affecting us in so many ways. As a result, that's affecting our emotional state. It's, it's affecting our physical state. And we don't, we're not, we don't talk about it. And this is the other piece that I thought was really important in my conversation with Carrie and from a, uh, a small blog that I did recently is like women are so disconnected from their sexuality and who they are as sexual human beings. And unfortunately we get a lot of mis. Uh, information uh, and what society, what people believe women, how they should be sexually, what is sexually appropriate. Um, we don't, and we don't talk about it. It's, it's so sad to me that we don't actually have conversations, even with our friends about like, Hey, is that, is that, is that comfortable? How does that feel? 
Do you want to be doing those things? Do you have a voice sexually? Can you actually speak up? Do you feel that uh, you have something that feels inappropriate and you're going with that and you believe it's inappropriate yet it's, it is what your body is longing for in a sexual way. And so we stop ourselves from being sexual human beings. And I think that's unfortunate. Oh man, do I love this. So I moved down to Costa Rica a year and a half ago for those mm. of you that are listening. I know Vicky, you knew that it's very common down here. Sexuality is very common down here. It's talked yes. about often. It's, yes. it's very, um, but that's work that I've done. My feminine energy yes. Yes. talking about my, because, and I know many of you will relate to this. I grew up where it was, I had to wear skirts, no low cut shirts, very religious, very, um, mm-hmm. um, what's the word I'm looking for? Constrictive. Don't, there was no feminine. Like yes. you could, if you showed anything, you were asking for it. Right. Right. Whatever did happen or, you know, it was like, okay, what, which I know is very common. And yet is, I love that you go down this path. I love it because I talk about it all the time with people, like my clients and I will talk about it. Yes. I talk a lot with my clients, right? You have to be be there for them because this is the only safe space for some people that they actually have. Like I said, people are even afraid to talk about this stuff with their friends because they feel fearful that their friend's going to be like, that's crazy. You're doing what? Or you're experiencing that. And they're like going, no, that's actually normal. That's actually normal. Yeah. I remember the very first time one of my good friends, she's like, yeah, so I don't crave it anymore with my husband. I'm like, me neither. It gave me permission to agree with her. It gave me permission to go. Yeah, I don't either. And it was not, it's nothing to do with them. Nothing. It's that I literally am shutting down. I'm just like, my hormones are changed, but I didn't know any of this Vicky. Yes. Yes. Yep, exactly. And that's, that's the thing that needs to be, there's more, needs to be more information about that and understanding of that, but also that you can recapture it because Mm -hmm. I think we are all humans. We're all sexual human beings. It's a part of who we are, not just for men, women are sexual. You get to be, it's important to tap into that. And actually, once you do you, there is an opportunity for that to increase and be, you're, you're, you're actually helping your body. You're actually helping your own intuitive and knowing state and your hormonal state to go like, oh, wait a second. We haven't turned this off in us. Once you actually start beginning and then you behave in a manner that says like, I'm sexual. I want to be sexual. I appreciate it. I love it. I'm going to be flirty. I'm going to dress a certain way. I'm going to think about sex in a way that is like appealing to me and pleasing to me. I'm going to gain, I'm going to participate in pleasing myself. So that you can start to again, rebuild that. And then when you, if you have a partner and you're fortunate, then how do you engage with your partner so that you can actually bring that back into your life? And once you do, I think you open the doors, even I don't care what your hormones are doing, your hormones reignite and go like, Oh, wait a second. This is exciting. This is interesting. Let's do this. I'm, 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 I'm on board with this again. And that's you're what bang it is. On. You're bang on because it's exactly what's happened to me. Yeah. You're hundred percent because in my work that I do, it's like speaking your truth, finding that voice yes. saying, this is part of it, yeah. whether yeah. it's setting a boundary with someone with your boss, whether it's speaking what you want yes. with a partner in the bed. Absolutely. What does feel good to my body. And that takes work and that takes like practice and it, it takes, it does. does take healing too. And you, you talk yes. about trauma and yes. there's a lot of sexual trauma out there. A lot of sexual trauma, so much sexual a lot trauma. of mismessaging. So like for me growing up, mm. it was really like, you know, don't touch yourself. It's not appropriate. Like you talk, we had similar backgrounds. So also very religious, um, what it was appropriate for a woman and how to be in, in, in my community as a you know, Greek descent, right. Mm-hmm. My parents immigrated from Greece. So then as a result, 
there's so much bad information that you get stuck and you know how limiting beliefs would say like, oh, this is, I'm shameful. I was going to say shame. Shame is huge. And then of course, victim blaming. So if you've ever experienced any form of sexual abuse or sexual um, and a sex or a sexual assault, then as a result, there's so much victim blaming again. So you put it on yourself. I wore something inappropriate. I did. My behavior wasn't okay. No, absolutely not. You don't ever have anybody when somebody doesn't treats you in a manner or sexually that you haven't asked for, then there's no consent. And basically that is not on you. That's on the person who perpetrated that. And so that needs to be healed. I I was going to say, this is such a huge topic that isn't talked about enough. Yes. And not, and, and, and it's not, we're not given the safe place to do it. I think too. I know. And people want to talk about it, women and men. Cause I know yes. uh, my, my yes. son is a somatic, he's a somatic healer with men and they yes. have, Amazing. when he he's young, he's 25 mm-hmm. and doing this work with, with Beautiful. sexual and shame, he's shame slaying yes. against yes. sexuality because yes. we taught him what we learned until we knew better. And I'm like, wait a second. And he's like, there was so much shame, even for a man around sexuality, I masturbation, believe it. Yes. you know? And I'm like, yeah, we, we, sorry about that. That was us because that's what we brought in. That's right. And so when we can create that space for them to go, you know what, this, like, this is how I feel. Yeah. And how do I get through that? How do I get past this? How do I get through this? How do I, how do I bring this to light? Because it is shame. Shame reads yeah. in the darkness. Yes. That's what I tell people when there's secrets, secrets that you keep about what your perception is of yourself or secrets within the family or something that you've experienced and you, you hold it as a secret because you feel that it's inappropriate or it was bad. Then as a result, you hold that shame. The only way to release shame is to recognize. So shame is I am, I am bad. Guilt is I've done something bad. So if I'm bad and I hold that, the only way to release that is to speak about it is to tell even one person because that, and again, knowing who that person is that you're actually sharing with, do they hold space for you? Are they kind? Are they considerate? Will they not judge you? And have you experienced that with that person? That's the only way. But if you've experienced any form of judgment, then I say they're not the person to disclose things to, but in a safe place where you know that you've, you've created a relationship with somebody that is going to be holding space for you and will not judge you, then share it. Because hopefully they'll be like going, well, actually that's normal, but it's beautiful to do it in a group. And that's why groups are so group therapy is amazing for that because people believe I'm the only one. I'm the one only, only one who experiences this. I'm the only one who's, um, you know, I'm bad. I got to hold on to this. And in actuality, most people have experienced the exact same, if not thought process, you know, or a belief about themselves, then people get to go like, oh, wow, I'm not alone and I'm not bad. I'm not actually shameful. Thank you for, yeah. Thank you for differentiating those two, because that is sometimes people will get confused about Mm -hmm. that. I love it. Thank you for doing that um, between shame and guilt. Um, And just the power of, of coming together as a group of women, it doesn't mean, and I often will say this too, because I share my story so publicly and, you know, I share so many things out there, but that's taken practice and it's taking me detaching from the outcome of what people may think of it. I'm okay with that. Now, is there parts of me that only one or two people know? Yes. Or my therapist? Yes. 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 Right. That one person only knows and that's okay. So I always, I often will say that I'm like, I don't care who you tell if it's just me, if it's just your best friend, but tell one person, get that out of you. 
-hmm. It doesn't need to be from a stage. It doesn't need to be in a big group setting. Correct. And then there are, are times that, and this, I see this happening at our women's thing because I know, I know all of us that are going to be there speaking, organizing it. And I know the space that we hold for people, for our own clients and it's precious and it's sacred and it's non-judgmental because we've all been there. All of us have had, all of us are bringing something that's like, I just got the shivers. I just got the goosies because we've all been there and that helps us be Mm -hmm. non-judgmental. That helps us with compassion and grace. Mm -hmm. So important. So when we can extend that, it's like that gives people the liberty to be sitting there listening to other people's stories. Cause there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, I talked about it yesterday with Carrie when I was on my episode with her and we were just talking about how there's going to be interactive work and there's going to be interactive sharing. And this is what happens, right? When we come together and start sharing, like what you mentioned, it's like, well, that's me too. Well, that's me too. I'm, I'm not alone. Because yeah, that is, I was saying that like, uh, so important and uh, what I love about that, because basically we're giving space for opportunity to have conversation within your table. And then of course that conversation leads out into life. It doesn't stop there. It goes out into your world. Once you start opening up, you're just like, Oh, this is not a big deal. Let me, let me ask my best friend about this. If she's not at the event, let me talk to somebody else. about. Hey, I was thinking about this. What's your thoughts on that? And that's where it just really expands and grows. And you're like, it's there. It's just, there's just so much freedom in that freedom of expression, freedom of knowing, okay, this is not a big deal. And again, if somebody's actually going to judge you for something, they're not your person. They should be out of your life. Right. Then you learn something about somebody. It's not to then take that on. Don't take it personally. If somebody's like, well, you're, you're, you're a freak or you're crazy or whatever. You're like going, ah, interesting. This is about that person. That person is actually projecting their own stuff onto you, their belief system that that is not okay. Yes. So you have to be like, okay, that's nothing to do with me. That's about that person. So remove those people from your life and just continue to open yourself up because there is so much freedom and joy in that. And it just allows for a greater knowledge of yourself and an ability to be completely and truly authentic with who you are. And that's the most important thing. 100%. So when you are when you're going to be talking, you did, you, you shared a little bit at the very beginning, mm-hmm. when you are going to be sharing at the event, um, and you're going to be speaking and bringing, you know, your wisdom, your ultimate goal is to have people connect to their body and how they feel. Yes. yes. And is that around trauma or is that around everything in life? How, like, where is the, um, yeah. So my goal of course, cause like, you know, everybody, everybody comes to the world, everybody, we, all of us, we all have wounds, trauma. We've experienced all kinds of it. And most people are like, I don't have trauma. Cause I haven't had anything big. I'm like, you've had trauma. Don't you worry about it. We'll find it. It's there. Yeah. So of course, in this kind of space, you're not going to open up in terms of like connecting to people's trauma. It may, it may present itself because when you're talking about these kinds of conversations, people will percolate, their stuff will come up. Right. So I say for people, if you come to the event and you're if something comes up in you, reach out to one of us because it's super important. Whoever you feel connected to put take us aside at lunch at a break or something and be like, hey, something's coming up in me. I need to I need to just debrief really quickly so that you can feel that you're okay with whatever experience you're having, because it's super important. Um, But for me, really, it's about helping people to just start to have a conversation with their body. 
be able to go like, oh, this is a sensation. How interesting. I'm feeling something. And then getting the ability, giving them tool to actually do that outside. So I will be doing a lot of uh, connecting with the body, helping them to understand that. Also, we're going to be doing a, um, for me, I want to do um, an art piece around your body and your sexuality. Mm. So we're going to be doing a piece around that and exploring that. And again, because there's going to be a lot of women, there won't be time to fully unpack it for each individual, mm. but it's giving them the idea of like, oh, look at this is what I've, I've done. And how does that reflect about me? What am I saying about myself through this art piece? And you don't need to be artistic. This is just yeah. uh, a place for you to just explore through art to uncover your, your understanding of what you feel within your body and your own personal sexuality. Uh, and then the other pieces will be informational pieces, um, opportunity to just get an understanding of different things in terms of like, yes, what could be happening potentially hormonally, mm. how to engage with a partner in a different way. Because for some women, honestly, again, you don't talk about this. Mm-hmm. So if we don't talk about it, how do you know how to be sexual? So absolutely. I'm, exploring your own sexuality, giving you some ideas about how to do that again, and then giving breakouts that there's opportunity for people to start talking about stuff within their own little groups. I'm super excited. I'm Mm -hmm. excited for you for to, to because this is something, a journey I've been on for quite a while with the sexuality part. And I had lots of trauma. And I mean, like you said, everybody has it, whether you think you have or or not, Mm -hmm. but I can remember the very first time I went to go see a sex therapist. Right. Right. And she was saying things that were very normal, but yes. I was cringing because I was right. never allowed to talk about masturbation right. yes. or whatever it was that she was talking yes. about. And I'm like, yes, oh, we don't talk like that. I'm like, why, yes. why? Yeah. Because it's a shame word. It's, it's how we grew up. It's yes. so many people talk about it. And then, yeah. so I'm, I'm super excited. That art piece sounds like somatic healing to me. Yeah. It, that's yeah. what, when you were talking, I'm like, that's like a healing yeah. modality. Yes, for me. Absolutely. So yeah. I love that. I'm so excited. Yeah. We're also going to be doing um, a way for you can, to connect with your own understanding of what is your, um, to understand what your own personal limiting beliefs are, whether they're about sexuality, which will be more on my topic, but you can use it. So I'm going to basically teach people how to muscle test with their bodies as well so that they can check in because when you muscle test using your physical body, you're tapping into your subconscious part of your body. So it, it knows the truth. Right. And then that way people can have another tool. They can go out and go like, okay, I'm curious. Um, do I believe this limiting belief about myself? I am unattractive as an example. Yep. Right. Then you can muscle test and go like, oh, okay, I got work to do. I got, I got some work to do. If that, if your belief system is that curiosity, where does this come from? Where does this belief come from that I'm unattractive? Did people tell me that? How did I feel growing up? Um, where did I get this messaging from? Is it just me or did I hear it from other people? That's where your trauma is. That's where your wounds are. And that's what needs to be help you to move past that is to what is the truth? Stop looking at your narrative of your past and your and the things that people told you. What is your truth today? Your truth today about yourself. I oh my gosh. I'm so I, I'm gonna say it one more time, you guys. I'm excited. There's only because the amount of people that I've worked with in my, just my own little space of doing what I'm doing, life coaching. And we deal with so much stuff about limiting beliefs and what we believe about ourselves and our subconscious, because that's where Mm -hmm. they all reside. And just the fact of when I started my journey with uh, health and fitness years ago, I was a boot camp instructor. 
I remember one of the things, and I wasn't really taught this. I just intuitively knew this because I'm a very intuitive person. I started to feel, and this is going to be a simplistic way for body uh, awareness, but I was having issues with my stomach. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to start paying attention to how food makes me feel. Yes. And so that's where it kind of started for me. Beautiful. And once I was to pay attention to like energy and all the different things of saying yes. no to yes. things and, yes. and my beliefs around not smart with numbers and all this kind of stuff, I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, but it started with how did broccoli make me feel energetically hurt my stomach bloated? Did I feel like I could run a marathon? Did I feel like I wanted to go to sleep? Like it literally started with there with feeling my body. Cause it was something I could tangibly taste. Yes. You know what I mean? So it was something easier for me to, to logically comprehend before I I allowed my feelings to actually Mm -hmm. just take over. Mm -hmm. Yep. And unfortunately for some people, and it, it, it'll depend on where people are at, it may be difficult for some people and that's mm-hmm. okay. This is not, again, this is a place when you come for complete compassion, no judgment of self, um, be really, really kind to yourself because this is new information. If you've never done any of this before and you've never explored, yeah. unfortunately for many people as a result of their trauma or people who have been, if they're highly sensitive um, or really em- empathetic as individuals, They've taken in a lot of energy. They probably had a, you probably had a lot of emotions growing up. And for people that were like that, parents more than likely didn't know what to do with that with a very emotional child. And so most people shut down their emotions. So if you've shut down your emotions and then you have trauma on top of that, you've shut down your physical body. So again, people are so disconnected that it's hard to go like, okay, I'm having a physical sensation in my body. Can I actually feel it? Do I give myself permission? It's so uncomfortable. And then People don't like uncomfortable emotions. I have anxiety. I don't want to sit in that anxiety. Um, I don't like to be sad. So I'm just going to pretend it doesn't exist. And then, but you're, you're, you're storing it in your body. You're not releasing it. The idea about emotions is you feel them and you let them go. And when you do that, then you, then you're good. You acknowledge your experience. You honor your, whatever's happening for you. I'm feeling this state, the emotion, move through it. Can you feel it for even like literally 30 seconds and then be like, okay, I'm moving past it right but it's that's that's a big piece of that so there may be for some people may be difficult but that's okay but it's just at least an opportunity to have some new information and to start having a dialogue with your physical body it's all about awareness right 100 (laughs) percent. it's all about the awareness if you're sitting right if they come and they're sitting there and it's you sit there the whole day and you're like huh and you just become aware of so many things that's great because that's where the first step then you know moving through that but yeah as you know oftentimes we're just planting seeds yeah sometimes for some people it's just seed planting and then they're like going hey i think i remember something about this you know a month later and it's just like oh wait i'm actually doing that oh cool yeah Yeah. because it it, we're all ready for we're all ready at different times you know to take action and yes yeah i love that well i am so excited. Um, what I do want to, what I do want to ask though, mm-hmm. is even if people are listening to you right now, yeah. I don't know, something just came up where it was like, I just feel there might be people that want to work with you before that, or, right. you know, they want to get in touch with you Yes, because this is, it's a, it's a much needed topic that, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm going to bring up the word shame again, that a lot of people have shame around, including myself. I had a lot of shame around it and I didn't know how to talk about it. I didn't know who to, to talk to about certain things. Yes. And, um, I think it's so important that if someone's listening right now and they're like, mm-hmm. okay, you know what, Vicky's touching on everything that I am dealing with right now. Yeah. And that I'm feeling, 
I want them to be able to reach out to you. If are you accepting clients? Yes. What, how do you work with people right now? Yes. I know you're going to be at the at the um, she's going to be at the Ele Elevate Summit, you guys. So don't miss that. The link will be in the bio. But if people want to work with you now or they want to get mm -hmm. more information on yes. what you do, how can they reach you? Yeah, they can connect with me at um, so my website is psychotherapycalgary.com. Okay. So P S Y C H O N therapy, psychotherapy. Calgary, all one word.com. And then my email address is hello at psychotherapycalgary.com. And I also have a vickyrebeccas.com website that's uh, more for coaching and um, theta healing work, which I do as well, some energy work, um, which we haven't talked about. But um, and so they can contact me either way and yeah. get hold of me. I see clients in person and online as well. You do. Okay. You do online and do you do group or one-on-one -on -one or what do you do? Mostly private right now? Or? Mostly, mostly one-on-one -on -one right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, I just wanted to give, I'm going to put these all in the show notes, you guys. So um, if you're listening, just go down there and uh, fire her off a message. Let Vicki know that you found her through me so that she knows where you're coming from. Um, but yeah, I want to thank you so much. I know that this is oh, just the tip of the iceberg um, and you're going to give a lot more information mm -hmm. and help and guidance mm -hmm. and tools and you know things for people yep. to use and yes. I'm just I'm so excited to spend the day with you and the others because I just it's such a needed community so needed right now yep. and I think we've been out of it for a few years and yes. we thrive in community we excel in community especially sisterhood mm -hmm. um yep. I was telling Carrie the same thing. I'm like, when women come together, we literally leave and we're like, that's it. I'm going to go move mountains. Like we, yep. we literally feel like we can do anything when we have uh, that yep. band of sisterhood behind us. We just, we can, we can do it. We borrow the belief of others, but we don't have it ourselves. Yes. And that's yeah, it, it just, it, it uplifts you. There's an energy yes. piece to that. When you bring up a whole group of people together, the energy of that, because everybody wants to grow. Everybody wants to transform. Everybody wants to change and move forward in their life. And when you go to an event like this, it basically starts the ball rolling because you feel that energy from everybody and you feel held and you feel, okay, I've got this. I can do this. Yeah. 1000%. So mm -hmm. thank you for taking time out of your day. Uh, thank you for on here with me. So and, looking forward um, to doing this together with you as well. Yeah. Okay, guys, we will chat with you guys later and everything will be in the show notes and um, stay tuned for the next episode coming out. Okay. Talk to you soon.